Welcome back. Now, this episode isn't a Cannabis News Now episode. It's not one of those, I promise. Well, I'm just letting you know. What this is actually is a concept that I'm trying to build out. It's called High TV Live After Five. Now, what I want to do is have a podcast where I'm able to not only record a podcast, but even have it live streamed on a platform. I don't know whether it be Twitch or it can be something like YouTube or Instagram. Most likely it'd be one of the Twitches or YouTube's live streams. Now, the reason why I'm doing that, excuse me, is a simple reason that I think podcasting is going to replace radio. And I think people not only like content from certain people who they may listen to on a weekly basis... But they'll even love even more to see it live if they can. Now, the beautiful thing about the podcast is you'll be able to watch it live, yet you'll be able to also listen. Now, the Live After Five podcast is something I've been wanting to do for a while and most likely will be done via Zoom. Uh, we'll connect the stream. We'll connect Zoom to possibly a laptop or computer, invite a guest over and we have a conversations. And the reason why I'm calling it live after five is there's a running joke at my job where if you say things that may be out of line or, you know, not so professional and you just keep it real, that's what we say. Hey, it's after five, right? Because after five is clock out time. If you're working after five, then chances are you're after business hours. So you could say whatever you want to say. And I think it's important for podcasts to say what they want to say. Because way too many times you come off as too polished. I mean, let's be honest. The, what hap- what's happening in the world, especially in 2020, is anything but polished and anything but seamless. Now, I don't mind the sniffle. I don't have COVID, I promise. But nonetheless... That's the idea I'm playing with is to just speak about topics that you realize on this high TV podcast. There's I have a lot more to talk about. I have a lot more topics to touch on. I have opinions on a multitude of things. And I myself seem to be more passionate in things that may not have to be about cannabis because life is more important than cannabis. Right. I mean, cannabis helps our lives out. But how can cannabis helps us if our lives are in danger and our life around us are changing rapidly? You know, for instance, our first topic I thought about today was how would our world be after 2020 right 2020 is a paradigm shift that's when things get completely different all right things will not be the same as they was before for the simple reason that we had months at a time where we were locked up in a house quarantined all right worried about toilet paper and now that things are slowly opening back up it's like there's a rush for us to get together and i think it's almost serendipitous or ironic or even a representation of yin and yang how we were all separated isolated locked up in a house not being outside whatsoever looking out in the window and having drake play in the background i hate especially when it was raining that's how a lot of us was feeling right we were looking outside and seeing the grass and be like i just want to feel you again <laughs> and now that we had what's happening with george floyd we're all outside we're protesting we're not fuck six feet of distance fuck social distancing we're doing everything but right and it's because Social distancing is done to protect life, but when life you see is not being protected, then that distance is now being violated, much like the life that we saw live being violated. And no, it's not going to be a part two of my George Floyd reaction, even though that one was more of a scholarly, very calm, not angry, right, uh, podcast. They want to scream at you guys in your ear, even though I may talk loud anyway. That's my, that's just my voice, right? I can't, I can't help it. It is what it is. But yes. How is our world going to be different after 2020? We're already seeing that uh, people have been locked up for so long, and it only takes 30 days to build a habit, right? And 
we've been locked up for about three months. So in three months, the behavior and habits you have done while you're quarantined are locked into your brain for the time being. That means you'll be more of a homebody. That means you're going to want more things delivered to you via these services. That means you're not going to really have a wanderlust to really be in the clubs like that, even though many of us are missing the bars and restaurants we would go to on a, on a weekly basis. You know, we're going to miss that social interaction. Because listen, I'm going to tell you something. At work, we've had birthdays, all right? And you know, we have birthdays at work. You guys go to the cafeteria or or, the, or whatever you call it, the break room, and you guys have your little birthday celebration, right? Somebody brings a cake. You guys bring food. You guys enjoy. You guys have fun. But seeing a social distance birthday party is the saddest thing I've ever seen in my life. And I only imagine what it's like for children because for adults, it is utterly depressing. I mean, we have like five tables and we got two people on each table, but... You know when you see those uh, movies or clips of rich people when they have like uber rich lifestyle and their table is like long as hell. They have like a 20 foot table and you have only two people sitting on it on opposite sides. That's exactly what it feels like when you had a social distance birthday party. You guys are separated, not close whatsoever. Everyone's trying to talk. You can't really hear anybody. And it's so funny because after we sang happy birthday, after we cut the cake, it was so sad to see us really not being able to conversate as we will because we're so separated. I mean, fuck six feet. We were like 10, 12 feet away from each other at in this cafeteria. Because, of course, we have work, you have to follow the policy of social distancing, and that's what we had to do. And I'm like, yo, this is the saddest birthday party ever. Could you imagine if we was like kids, and we had to separate each other some for, <laughs> for so far? You know what I'm saying? Kids would be like, hey, hey, Danny, hey, Danny, can you hear me? What? Huh? Like, they're not going to hear each other whatsoever, man, at all. You know, and the question is... Now that this virus is dying down, now that the uh, economy is starting to open back up, for you guys that are in stocks, I told you guys a while ago that I was trading stocks, and uh, yeah, they've been doing very well. The stock market bounced back 40% since its lows in March. For instance, airlines and oil is going back up. Now, of course, as someone who invests in oil, I'm conflicted, because as you know, oil is a destruction to the planet, it's not environmentally safe. However, it's almost like I'm juxtapositioning my need for generational wealth or want for generational or generational wealth over the fact that oil stocks are are destructive but nonetheless the stocks are doing well and if you guys out there who are investors you know exactly what i'm talking about and if you want to get involved in stocks i can put a link to my webull account where you get two free stocks and i'll get a free stock if you join and deposit hundred dollars and that way you get yourself started because there is no better time to enter the stock market than when there is a huge crisis as bad as that sounds but it's the truth but uh, back to our life after 2020. How will we shop? How will our shopping habits change? And how will our shopping habits change for the future? You know, a lot of businesses are going to now be worried about being COVID protected. You know, they're not going to want to, you know, have to worry about shutting down and closing. And so they're going to now implement way more delivery into their business model. One second. But yeah, a lot of these businesses are going to have to adjust. They have to adjust big time. And I've mentioned on my personal Instagram that if you are in business, make sure it is online seamless operations. For instance, we sell CBD flour at like weed. Okay. And most people get their CBD flour, not from online, but from smoke shops that are local. You know, they trust the smoke shop. They know the people who work there. They're really cool. They even recommend CBD flour that they personally like. However, now that this COVID thing dropped, a lot of sales for CBD has been online. And I've seen a, a huge increase in sales. And I've talked to other people who are in the space. They've seen the same thing. 
And that goes for any business. You know, already e-commerce is a huge and fast growing business. Just look at the price point per stock for Shopify, the platform that allows you to make a website. I mean, if you want to be in business, make sure you have a way online for people to purchase your stuff. And now I get it. The, the old idea of having a brick and mortar, of having a shop, have somebody come there, talking to them face to face, having that interaction. Now that cannot be replaced, even with FaceTime. But as the world goes on after this pandemic, we will be much less of a social people. We will be much more of a digital, communicative people. And the reason why I say that is not because we're afraid of getting sick, but like I said, we are stuck in this habit. You know, I think FaceTime and Zoom is going to be the new normal. Listen, I'm seeing people who date, all right? People are dating, you know, they're in relationships, and because of social distancing, they can't be together, right? Pretty sad. But here's the solution. They decide to go on FaceTime. They they act like they're at a restaurant, right? They dress up. They look nice. They, they have the FaceTime or phone set up so they can see each other. They talk to each other. And they order Uber Eats at the same time, right? And it's really funny, right? It's almost like being at a real restaurant. One Uber Eats take longer than the other. You know, like one dish at a restaurant takes longer than the other to come. And then they wait for the, both their foods to arrive. They sit down and they eat the food in front of each other. And that's the way of dating. And when I saw that, I'm like, hold on. Hold the fuck on. As a person that likes to look to the future, see what's coming. That could be a reality, yo. Like, we have switched from looking at online dating as creepy. I mean, you, you're dating somebody. You're met in the chat room. That was, like, back in 2010. Like, you're if you're de- talking to somebody in the chat room, you might be a weirdo. And you might be getting catfished, let's be honest with you. That Nigerian prince ain't trying to hit you up, Ma, I promise. But now that we've switched towards Bumble and Tinder and SoulSwipe and all these different, you know, online dating platforms that I may have dabbled into but not too fond of... Uh, that is the new normal as well. You're going to be meeting people on there. They're going to probably have a feature where you can, you know, talk to one another on the platform via face cam so that now, you know, they're not catfishing, you know how they look like, and that's how we're going to interact. And it is so amazing to me to see the, uh, fast, rapid growing rate of anti-social behavior in our society. Now, this one was forced. This one ain't on us. This one was done by Mother Nature. All right? She had enough of us polluting, you know what I mean, shitting in the waters, throwing all type of crap, you know, polluting it, polluting the air, creating smog, and all these things. All right? And it, she decided to shut us down for a while. And uh, it looks like we're going to be shut down, you know, not too long more or not, too, not as long as as we thought we were going to be shut down, but our behaviors will still last. You know, let's move on. Education. Education is going to rapidly change. I think it's going to be something where you're going to have like 500 to 1,000 students per professor. I think you're going to have webcam, you know, lectures be much more of a thing. I think what pandemic has brought on us is a disruption of education. You know, there's a uh, company, I think it's called College City or University City, where basically you're able to, you know, walk into one facility, get your degree from Northwestern University, walk into another facility and get your degree from NYU and things of that nature. And I think instead of walking 
physically from campus to campus at University City, quote unquote. You'll be able to do that online. All right. You'll get multiple classes from multiple schools. And it's not about, you know, the school that you're enlisted in, but rather the credits that you accrue. Right. And once you accrue a certain amount of credits, you'll then get your degree. And that's something that will be done online. I mean, what's the difference between me sitting in class, listening to a lecture for an hour and a half and me sitting in in my house, you know, what I'm saying in my shorts, you know, what I mean, and shirt and listen to, to a professor talk for for the same amount of time. Nothing's going to change. And already when I was getting my degree, we had a lot of assignments that were posted online where the instructions were online, where we submitted papers online and uh that's going to be the new normal and even for high schoolers and grade schoolers now i think having a social school is much more beneficial for children i think children must must socialize you can't have an anti-social child have you met someone who was homeschooled and no, no, let's be honest have you met a homeschool person now if you're listening and you homeschooled i ain't trying to talk shit about you but most of the time I'm, most homeschool people i've met are the weirdest individuals you'll ever meet like all those social qualms that they've learned not to do while being in a social environment for most of their life they don't have you know what i'm saying they're like they are who they are now granted they're probably the most self uh what's the word i'm looking for they're probably the most self-actualized, as in they know who they are, they know what they want, they're not trying to be anything else, they're not trying to socially fit in because they never had to for most, for most of their life. However, having children in an environment where they can interact with each other, they can go through conflict res- resolution, they can do all these things, you know what I'm saying? They can date, you know what I mean? Like uh, A story was told by Charlemagne when he was uh, in sixth grade or some shit like that. He had uh, this one girl in the class basically played Flavor and Love and The Bachelor all in one. She was the bachelorette in sixth grade. She had all the dudes in the class compete to be her boyfriend for a week. I mean, I think that's gangster. I really wonder where she is now, because if you're thinking that way as a sixth grader, imagine what you're doing as a full-grown adult. All right, you got all the sugar daddy trying to head at you, but you probably got the one you like in the tuck. I, I, I peep game, ladies. I know what you're doing. You know what I'm saying? Go to the bars, get somebody to pay for all your drinks. We have no intentions of doing anything with that man. You're like, oh, yeah, yeah. Let me just nod my head some more and smile. Buy me another whiskey. Do girls drink whiskey? Listen, and <laughs> clearly, clearly COVID got me out of touch with what drinks y'all be ordering. You know what I mean? Uh, but yeah, man, education is going to change. Have you guys ever watched Keenan and Kel? I know I got I got I know I got a lot of '90s listeners here based off the uh, analytics. So if you were born in the '90s, you probably watched a show called Keenan and Kel that was on Nickelodeon, right? And in it, they had an episode about the future. For some reason, we love seeing future episodes where everybody have silver clothes on. Like, what is it about the future in our minds that is super shiny and silver? <laughs> like, I don't, I don't get it. You know what I'm saying? We don't dress like we robots, bro. But uh, nonetheless, the the characters Keenan and Kel had to go to school. And when they said, when a mom woke him up and said it's time for school, the kid woke up, went to a computer. There's a big ass screen. The teacher said, here's today's lesson. He put on a helmet and he was literally downloaded into his brain. Now, granted, I don't think that's going to be the future for our children's or our children's children, but for children down the line, that could be a reality. The reason why I say that is Elon Musk, the creator of Tesla, the guy who literally just launched a rocket outer space and have his astronauts on the uh, International Space Station. He has another business that is growing, all right? Right now it's in the, the developmental stage. It's called Neuralink. And the whole idea of Neuralink is to link brains together on a wireless system. Now, 
How does he do this? He plans to drill a small hole into your skull. Literally, drill a small hole into your skull. I mean, listen, I think some people already got a couple of holes in their skulls already, but this one, he's promising to add technology to it to where uh, you'll be able to get electronic input pulses and theoretically be able to talk to each other almost to almost a telepathy-like communication, where instead of having a cell phone in your hand, you'll be able to literally put those images into your brain and perhaps have the signal sent to your retina. And uh, you'll be able to, like ants, have a, a large, cohesive, connected brain. And in and, and, and times like that, it may be a possible way to send electrical impulses into the brain directly and download information. So who knows what effect it's going to have on the brain? Who knows what cancer may happen? Who knows what's going to occur with this new technology? But it's very, very promising. The guy is saying by 10, 15 years, you will have NeuroNet ready and you'll have a lot of people have it on them. You know what I mean? Could you imagine talking to your friend that's all the way in Beijing, China, on an internship or some shit and y'all able to just talk to each other not type not dial a number but legit just think about the person and then you're able to talk to them and leave them a message i mean it's coming you know what i'm saying it is it is so uh back to education so yes education is going to change rapidly man who the hell is going to want to pay you know luxury a hundred thousand dollars for a degree which becomes a luxury when as opposed to these employers they just want you to have experience you know i think people who have more experience will be valued much more than a college degree you know college degrees i believe are going to be not worth as much it's going to be like a high school diploma where that's the base level you need to get a job and you have to have a graduate degree in your profession i think a focus on specialization will occur all right that means you got to know you got you to know your shit Y'all know what you're doing. You got to be an expert or close to it. And that way you're going to be much more skilled. The, why, the reason why I think this is the population is ever growing. It's growing extremely rapidly. All right. And the more people you have is the more children you'll have being educated, especially with a higher degree, a higher education degree. And the more people with degrees, the less valuable it is. Right. So you're going to need doctorates. You're going to need masters. And I think children will have much higher of an arrested development than, you know, generations before then because yo look at millennials yo a lot of millennials aren't living the way their parents did a lot of their parents got married at 18 19 started having children around 20 21 maybe even 24 and they started their family they started really really early all right they started getting to the job they built a career and their retirement funds started from then our experience is different. It's almost like a lot of us have to have two jobs or we have a job with our degree and then we have side hustles, you know, brought out by, the, by online. And the reason why we do that is because the jobs that we are getting aren't paying, you know, the rates that we need to survive as our parents did. You know, back in the day, houses didn't cost the price it costs now. Uh, back in the day, groceries didn't cost the price that it costs now so things are going to change so how would covid affect us in a professional sense similar to twitter twitter decided mr uh what's his name jeff some the ceo of twitter said that his workers can work from home indefinitely they do not have to go in work at all now granted the ceo of twitter is like one of those you know uh, you know, hippie spiritual guys that like will go to Africa for like a, a long time instead of running his business but that's him right no, nothing wrong with that if you ever watched Black Mirror, remember the episode with uh, Miley Cyrus? No, not Miley Cyrus. The season with Miley Cyrus and the episode where there was like a guy who kidnapped an employee and he had like a whole 
app that was used to track and focus on the, on the thing happening live. The CEO in that was like on the top of a mountain, meditating, quiet, away from everything, with a long ponytail. That's what the CEO of Twitter really like. All right, he's one, he's one of those. You know what I'm saying? He probably got kombucha by the gallon. You feel me? So with that being said, other businesses may follow suit. I mean, how will office space be treated? You know, a lot of skyscrapers in New York City will probably struggle to find, you know, it's new clients that will rent out this facility for the time being. You know, offices are becoming extinct. We have technology that allows us to commit meetings on Zoom without having to smell the curry and fish that someone was made during their break. You know what I mean? Like a lot of things that we deal with now will not be the way it will be in the future. And the ultimate question now, uh, finishing up, how will you be after this quarantine what new skills have you learned i just had a friend of mine who was getting into gaming right and gaming is an industry that is growing faster than traditional sports i mean they predict that people who are playing games right major league gamers professional gaming athletes will make more money than professional baseball athletes in five to ten years that's not a long time and if you think about, you know, in a long term, the reason why is because if you're stuck at home anyway, what are you doing but playing games, right? And it doesn't require you to be born genetically gifted, right? I mean, athletes are either born tall, they're born strong, they're born fast. They naturally are given talent. But gaming is something that is more so built on the more you play and the more focused you are, the better you get. And your re- your reaction time gets better. Everything like that. But nonetheless, they decided to use a quarantine time to start their new brand, War Dogs. And I just talked to them yesterday. And I love hearing these new ideas come to fruition and seeing it live in front of my face. And just know if you're out there building during this time that I am rooting for you. You have my undoubtable support. You are high fam. All right. And even though you guys have been quiet during quarantine for whatever reason, feel free to reach out to us on High TV on the Instagram. Now, Randy, I don't know if I should make a High TV Instagram if that's something you would like to see. But nonetheless, please reach out to us. You can either hit us up on the DM. You can message us on Anchor. We can have a conversation. And back to the idea with the live at five podcast. I would like you guys to, you know, comment while the podcast is going. I like to answer questions. I like to have, you know, topics where we talk about things. You know, granted, the idea is to have me and a guest conversate. As you know, I'm a conversationalist. You know, who can go on a podcast and talk straight for an hour? You know what I mean? Not many people, but I can. And I think it'd be much better and more entertaining to have a guest because either bounce back ideas, you learn about other people's experiences, and you don't have to hear my voice go on in your ear for an hour. Now, a lot of y'all like that. Some of y'all like hearing me talk, you know, for a long time. But if you're not growing, you're dying. And I like to do things and advance them and grow them and branch out into, you know, many other different things and then see the fruits of my labor, per se, you know, develop. Okay. now, with that being said, I want to evolutionize the podcast. As you know, earlier on in the podcast, we used to have high rants where I should just go on on one topic and rant about it. We had high high school where I would teach people about cannabis and different things apart uh, a part of cannabis like cannabinoids things like that and uh most notably we had cannabis news now the most popular uh podcast on high tv and as you know high tv was meant as being multiple podcasts in one where I'm the host and I'm doing multiple things on there and I think it's time for me to add a second voice you know and even add visual to the podcast so if you're a podcast listening for a long time you've showed the support you know you even helped us out 
India. Support the podcast link below. You know we have much love for you. And I'm going to go ahead and go harder on this. Because as you know, Joe Rogan got a hundred million, a hundred million for his podcast. Now, granted, I'm not saying money's my only motivator, but yo, I got bills too, baby. You know what I'm saying? I got to go ahead and take care of business. So if podcasting is helping me do so and has helped many others, I'm going to go harder in this because I've realized that I don't only have the gift of gab. I have the ability to take in information and regurgitate it with my own spin and opinion. And I'm able to, you know, at least bounce topic to topic without it being so chaotic. All right. So if you're podcast listener i know last episode was not what you're used to i know you probably want more cannabis more cannabis is on its way but the high tv live after five is going to be a thing all right it is gonna be a thing and if you want to be on the podcast reach out um the son of jack herrera and the first ever you know medical marijuana patient that gets weed from the government actually hit me up in the dms and wanted to be on the show now granted it was hard to schedule it was a lot of different things and then the world is crazy right now so i couldn't get them on the show but i still like to have the conversations for instance i love to talk about relationships and talking about relationships from a you know only me on a podcast level that's hard you know what I'm saying? I like to talk about office culture. I like to talk about technology. I like to talk about news and effects on our society. As you know, I like to talk. I got a lot of opinions, and it's not just on cannabis. So I have to let that out some way, and the podcast is how I'm going to do it. So anyway, this has been a uh, short recording. I appreciate you guys listening. I mean, 25 minutes ain't bad, right? I gave you guys half an hour, you know what I'm saying, TV show plus five minutes of ads. It's not bad, right? Anyway, you guys, please stay safe out there. You know what I mean? If you're protesting, bring your goggles, bring your milk. Uh, please be peaceful if you can. But if you're not being peaceful, you know I, got, you know I give you the green light. If you want to break some shit, go ahead and break some shit. You, you, you got my pass. Uh, you got my G pass. Break what you want to break. You know what I mean? Uh, if you're out there and you want to talk to me personally, reach out if you can. Subscribe to us on Shopify. Wow. Subscribe to me on Spotify. Follow us on Google Play, Apple, subscribe to us, and we'll catch you next episode. Cannabis News Now will drop on Monday. Stay tuned. This has been a prototype. All right, live after five. We'll catch you soon. Peace. And as always, stay tuned, stay high, ITV. Yeah, boy.